Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is it. The time has come. Saturday night's all right for fighting. Get in the ring and go the distance with Fight Night with Adam Catterall. You're better than that! On Talk Sport. Uh, welcome to the Fight Night Podcast from TalkSport. I'm Adam Catterall. Pleasure as always to be in your company. We are live in Las Vegas for Fury versus Wilder 3. It is press conference day. The men have sounded off against each other. And joining me on today's edition of this podcast, two-time heavyweight world champion, Mr. Tim Witherspoon. Gareth A. Davis is with me, as is Andy Clark, to pick the bones out of today's... I'm not going to call it press conference, because they're not conferences. We don't really get to ask too many questions. They are showcases, press gatherings. We sit there and watch a television show in live format. That's where we're at right now. Uh, Gareth, I'll come to you first on this. Um, Obviously, we've spent a lot of time with both of these guys, both of these guys talking to him on several occasions. What did you make of what you saw on the stage? Um, Well, I thought it was very um, staged, if you like. It was a televised press conference with a bias towards Fox because they had the the contract. Um, Within the contract, they had the rights to have a television show around the press conference. I thought both men were very engaging by the end. I'd like to have seen them go off face to face. But I was sitting next to Bob Arum and Frank Warren. They were both out of their seats like flying pigeons as the two men were about to face off because I think they feared the worst. There was no security up there. Deontay Wilder didn't want to engage, barely looked at Tyson Fury. Fury wants to get into his head. And so we had a bit of a stalemate out there. I don't think we gained a lot from it other than to know that they both look in phenomenal shape and they're both really up for it. Yeah, for those that don't know too much about the way that uh, American promoters do their press conferences, it's done as a television show. You have an opening, 15 minutes where the fighters are stood on stage waiting for the television show to kick off. Then, obviously, they get stuck in and they all have their each individual questions. The trainers are welcomed on and what have you. Uh, and Tyson Fury probably won the first section, if, if we're classing it as that. The second section was a bit tame and then they both started standing off for that, uh, for that final section where it did get heated. The television company and, obviously, the press wanted to see some type of face-off. But as Gareth just rightfully pointed out, uh, Frank Warren and Bob Arum stood up, the promoters for this show, uh, and said, we're not doing that because these boys are animated. Maybe they didn't have enough security to be able to stand between a six foot nine and six foot seven giant at that particular time. Um, Andy, as you looked at the end there, from, from my point of view, just watching it, I thought it was quite nice that we saw a little bit of bite from, uh, from Deontay Wilder. We've had a couple of stir-offs between these two guys in the build-up to this because obviously it was originally scheduled for earlier on in the year and it fell off. So they have been in each other's company again since. 
we haven't seen anything from Wilder. He's had headphones on, shades on, he's not engaged. He engaged a bit today. What did you make of that? Well, I think he needed to. I think we needed to see that. I don't really buy this kind of zen persona that Wilder is trying to bring across. Usually in fight week in the past, we see him switch. He turns from Deontay into the bronze bomber and he says at times some fairly unpalatable things. But it shows you that he's taken himself to that place that he's ready to fight. And maybe he needs to get there a bit quicker than somebody like Fury because Fury's got that mentality where I think he can switch into fight mode really, really quickly. But I was relieved to see that from Wilder yeah. at the end there because it just doesn't convince me this idea that he's under no pressure. He said that during the press conference that he's got nothing to lose. That's never true of any fight. Never true. I mean, the format of it, the first session was interesting. The, the last bit there was interesting. I think everybody's a bit nervous after what went down between Canelo and Caleb Plant to get people face to face. I think there's, there's an element of that. The middle bit where, where we have Malik Scott and, and Sugar Hill. I'm not, not needed, really, is it? No, I'm not interested in hearing from trainers because all, all they're going to say is the camp's been amazing yeah. and that's the end of the story. They're not walking up those steps. Yeah, uh, Tim, as a two-time former heavyweight champion of the world, you've done many of those, my friend. You've, you've looked into the eyes of your opponents. What do you, what, what would, I want to get inside that head of the fighters. What are they looking to gain in those moments? Um, for, well, what they're looking to gain, um, to try to intimidate um, their opponent, uh, try to figure out where they can uh, um, get them scared or try to, try to see, intimidate them to see who, who's going to get the edge. That's, to me, that's what mostly, um, when you, when you come to those press conference, you try to, you try to, try to find out how to, you know, see if he's nervous and all that. Then you try to capitalize on that. Is there any particular stir downs that you remember from from your time as a as a fighter? Bruno, <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I just I don't know. I'd stare stare down guys. Sometimes I'll be. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna admit it. I'm a little nervous sometimes. But it's just a stare down. But when the bell ring, I'll be ready to go. Mm. Can I know. jump in, right? And it's nothing to do with you, Mr. Witherspoon. I know we've nearly come to blows <laughs> Call already. Tim. Call me the, Tim. I don't want to, Mr. Witherspoon. <laughs> I don't want to be that intimate with you yet. Uh -oh. I've got a long week ahead of us. And I hear oh. I'm going to beat you at Connect Four in a minute. And Jenga. And kickboxing. It's good you'll be a lot older than me. But what point I wanted to make was, no, no, before you, <laughs> before you give me Chinese burns on my arm. Okay. Um, I, 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 I disagree with Andy about what you just said. I think we learned a lot about Deontay Wilder in that press conference. He said, to, to the world, I don't need to fight anymore. And he also said, um, all the pressure is on Fury. Those two things put together show you he is going in there to give it his all and he's going to go hell for leather, but he doesn't really believe he's going to do yeah, it. To me he's that going to go total glory or bust. To me, that shows that mentally he's not in the right no, place. and he's not in the right place. He's not going to patiently wait 10 rounds to knock Tyson Fury out if he's nine rounds behind. Why would you say that on the eve of a fight? I don't need to fight anymore. I've got enough money. Why would you ever say that? It's like using the R word. We spoke about that off air. Yes, yes. You don't speak about retirement oh, when you that still was want bad. to be a champion. That was bad. It shows a weakness for me. Yeah, and I think that's the big question of the fight, really, isn't it? What, where is Deontay Wilder's head at? Where is he at? You know, And as you've rightfully pointed out, he has said a few things today. He said a lot of things over the last 20 months. He's looking for a lucky punch. That's what he's looking well, for. Well, I've seen that look he's before. Looking for a, and it's happened. 
I seen that look before because he's nervous. Uh, uh, I was really impressed with Tyson Fury, the way he moved around, the way he presented himself. But but uh, Dante Wilder is nervous. He was kept watching his his, his uh, phone. Um, that's you know that's a sign of it. I'm a boxer, and that's a sign of it. And Fury didn't want to sit down, did he? He wasn't going to be controlled by Kate Abdo in the press conference either, was he? No, I want to stand up. Mm -hmm. Spent hours sitting down. I like that. I like someone taking control. It's about control in these hours. Well, presumably. Dante didn't have no participation. He wasn't really participating. No, he wasn't he was engaged, back. Was he? I think he's real nervous. This is a big, big fight for him. Mm. Hey. I, I know I know. we were going to accuse Tim of doing all the talking this week. <laughs> but it's no, going to be me. Okay. Can I say one more thing before I let the three of you speak? <laughs> in what other sport could you stand up on a pla public platform in, an, in, an, in, a, in a sport where you can legally kill someone in a ring and say that guy cheated with the gloves he was wearing last oh, time out man. and not be sued in it's court excuses. I just don't get it mm. how can you why does that happen in boxing it's just That's not what really fighters bad. do it's not what fighters do is it they don't go to the authorities they sort it out themselves mm. you, made a good, you made a good point a moment or two ago regarding the psychology of uh, Deontay Wilder for anybody that's ever covered or followed Deontay Wilder's career he, ha he has created a persona the bronze bomber of which he, get, he, he becomes during fight week I'm personally not seeing bronze bomber yet I haven't, no. I haven't seen him yet. No, he's not. He's not been here. Maybe we point. will see him on Friday at, at the weigh-in. But that—that's what he's. That's where all his success has come from. That's the modus operandi of all of those wins all the way through. And and to kind of shelve that now just to me seems seems quite odd. To be honest with you, that that defeat in that that previous fight it's always going to have an effect. But if you're going to claim that it hasn't had an effect, which is what he's claiming, then how come you're different now? It's a good question, that's it. I'm sure you've come across many fighters that take them, remove themselves from their own being in order to become something else to go and do what they do in the ring. Yes. Wilder was always that guy. He was always that guy that created a character. Okay. And that character doesn't seem to be here com coming into this this weekend. Well, I was disappointed in the, in, in the way he acted, sitting down, not paying attention to what Tyson Fury was saying, not really into it. It seemed like he was somewhere else. He had his phone down. Um, if I was his trainer, I would have told him, don't do that. He came in with his hair fits on his head. Yeah. Uh, he was actually, he was nervous. He got his headphones on. He had all, all that. It was disguising his nervousness. Mm. So that's why what I got it's the build-up to this one Gareth is is very very different obviously today's occasion no fans I mean we were blessed to be here 20 months ago and it was absolutely pumping the place wasn't it tonight not so much do you know what I on the other hand after all the other things I'm saying conversely I think that suits Deontay Wilder yeah because there's no there's no emotive kind of energy in the air. Tyson Fury would have used it yesterday on the T-Mobile Arena when we were out there because it was subdued and silent. That's the it? first time, I don't know about you, but that's the first time that I've actually been at a Wilder Fury fight and I've heard Wilder fans or Wilder's entourage more so what, than four anything of them at the back. Well, that's because, well yeah, <laughs> a, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. No, we've been we've been lucky enough to be in arenas where there's two, three thousand for a weigh-in, and they're all pro well, Fury. Well, that that plays into the point I'm trying to make, which is, and also remember the weigh-in in here is behind closed doors as well. Remember what Fury did at the weigh-in last February. He flexed his massive arms and he looked across, and the crowd erupted. We couldn't. He, hear us ourselves in there while we're doing the live show he's an entertainer he his super id comes 100%. Out, super ego comes out around that energy and it may affect him and i'm a little bit worried for him these two relaxed this week and he's not gonna have that moment where physically every molecule in him erupts mm. when he feels 
that thing, that gypsy king, that it is a big ego. point, you, you know. Get it this it week is. Till it he is. walks to the ring. It's a massive point, that guy. Yeah, but some some people does do that. Some people do that, but then when it comes time to fight, they show up. I'm telling you. Do you think yeah. Fury will miss those things this week? That crowd. That I think he will. That? I think he will. I really do. I've not really considered it too much before. You just raised it, but I, I do think potentially he could. Yeah. And during the week, Deontay Wilder doesn't have to contend with thousands of Fury fans reminding him in graphic terms yeah. what happened in that previous fight. He can walk through a casino. I'm sure he's not this week, but he could, and he wouldn't get waylaid by a load of Fury fans telling him what's going to happen this to him on Saturday fight. night. This is the, yeah. the trilogy. The trilogy. He's going to show up, believe me. I think rounds. he is. Yeah, he's going to show up. This is the last. This is the last of the Alamo, Alamo, whatever you want to call it in America. They had the, you know, the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. but, the, but the last this, stand, yeah. This last stand, this is it. I think he's going to show up. Well, think, yeah. we've got we've got plenty more of these programs to do. There's plenty more to talking from us to come. We've so excited, Adam. Do you know so excited to be here, isn't it? It's it is. It's, it's a different feeling. It's a very Lovely. different feeling than the previous fights, but it is. It's starting to bubble nicely now, really bubble nicely. Uh, and the narratives that we're talking about on these podcasts, hopefully you're enjoying them. The narratives are really starting to play uh, for, for the excitement factor of this fight coming up at the weekend. Uh, listen, please subscribe to uh, the Fight Night podcast because we're trying to give you a daily update every single day. There'll be more interviews coming your way as well and we are doing a live program as well on thursday of this week make sure you come and join us from 7 p.m uk time uh, and then come and join us at 10 p.m uk time on friday for a live show from the weigh-in here in las vegas thank you very much for listening to us we'll catch you next time hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.